Hey everybody, this is Art Gelwix, and I'd like to welcome you to this episode of Being Productive. Now remember, click on like, follow, and subscribe to make sure you don't miss out on future episodes. Now since we're all about being both efficient and effective at work and at home, let's go ahead and get started. Hello everyone. I know it's been a while. It's Art Gelwix. And I wanted to get back into the swing of things here. I've taken a little bit of time off to work on a couple of other projects, but now it's time to get back into the deep discovery and conversations around productivity. Boy, that sounded slightly pretentious. So let's let's avoid that for a little bit. Let's talk a little bit about where we're going, what we're doing with the show now. Uh, I'm going to continue with what I've done in the past, which is to explore a lot of topics around productivity, but I want us to shift a little bit in our thinking. Productivity is not something that over the past year and two years now through this entire pandemic situation and working from home and this change in how we work and our work-life balance, productivity is not something that holds, at least in my mind, the same definition that it used to. It's it's different. It has changed. It has evolved. And in many cases, there's a lot of conflict around what's productive, what does productivity actually even mean, and what goals and objectives we should be setting. So this is where I want to start looking at what pro- what being productive actually means. Not so much the how, but more the what and the why. So with this new way of thinking about things, I'm going to take topics that I've talked about in the past and start to deconstruct them a little bit to discuss what are the challenges that I've encountered within those topics, how I've addressed those challenges, if I've been able to do it successfully, because I'll admit I'm not as successful at some of these things as I am at others, as is the case for just about everyone. I don't know of anyone who is perfectly productive across all aspects of their life. Uh, I'm sure there might be somebody out there. If so, I'd love to hear from them and uh, talk to them about it. But for all of us, I know there's substantial challenges that come into play. Those are the types of things that I want to talk about. So in today's episode, I'm going to talk about a challenge I'm fighting right now, which is all about task management. If you're like me, you've built your productivity platform using a variety of hardware, various software, and adaptations of a number of different productivity methodologies. So often, we're not locked into one single tool or solution, but we cross many different options to create a platform of our own. That's what my new podcast, Cross Platform, is all about. You see, each week, Augusto Pinald from Productivity Cast and Anything But Idle and I get together to discuss the opportunities and challenges that arise from creating custom productivity platforms. We explore hardware, software, and methodologies in an informal way, discussing how we've put them to best use, as well as the problems we've encountered. We record our shows live on YouTube and then publish the podcast for your listening pleasure 
wherever you get your podcasts. Come join us for a live recording, watch the show on YouTube, or catch the podcast of Cross Platform each week. If you're trying to get the most out of your personal productivity platform, well, Cross Platform is the podcast you should be listening to. Recently, I've started taking a much closer look at how I do task management. And if you're familiar with any of my previous episodes or following me over at the Idea Pump, you'll know I'm a big fan of the application Todoist, or at least I have been to date. Todoist is a very powerful task management application. Uh, you can use it on the on the web. You can use it on the desktop. You can use it on your mobile device. Uh, it's even so friendly as to work on my Samsung Galaxy Watch. That said, I've never felt 100% comfortable with how I have implemented my task management in Todoist. And I don't believe it's any fault of Todoist itself. I've had this same challenge with every task management application I've tried to work with, whether it's Todoist, whether it's Remember the Milk, any .do, any number of them I've tried and never really been comfortable with it. And I think part of that challenge is understanding and having a little introspection into what I expect from a task management application. What's its job in managing my tasks? How does it contribute to that sense of getting them completed and ergo with the title of the show in being productive? So if I look at the base functionality that Todoist has, one of the key things that I've always needed is the ability to capture something quickly. If something comes up and I need to make a note to actually do that thing at a later time or even a later time that day, that quick capture is critical because I'll readily admit, and I've, I've been studying this a little bit more with myself over the past several months, is that sudden loss of short-term memory items where I'll think of something that I need to do. I want to do this. I want to do that. Or, oh, I should do that. And then I immediately keep thinking about the next thing that needs to happen or something else, or worse yet, that idea of something needing to happen comes up while I'm doing something else. And if I don't capture it right away, it gets lost. It actually just disappears into the vapor. Being part of that process, the tool that I utilize has to give me that opportunity to capture something very quickly and efficiently. But I also have to trust that I can go back and get that information after the fact. Now, I've talked about in the past using not only tools like Todoist that has a natural language interface where I can literally say, call such and such tomorrow. And the application is smart enough to recognize that tomorrow at a certain time, it should give me a reminder. But I've also talked about using voice assistants, similar to the Amazon products or Google assistants, where you'll literally voice say, hey, whatever, remind me to do this tomorrow at X time. It's a great rapid capture tool. But again, 
it's not meeting my entire needs. I'm getting information into it, but then I'm having a hard time manage, managing and balancing all of that information. And it really has nothing to do, again, with the tools. The challenge is, is the tools are so easy to capture information into that I capture a massive amount of reminders into it because I know if I don't capture them, I'm going to forget them. But then I have this fire hose of reminders and items within these task tools that I then have to go back through and dig through and repurpose content, move things around and reorganize in a way that can be addressed. And that's where things start to fall apart. So when I think about task management, the capture part is actually the easiest part. That's not the part I'm struggling with. It's the organizing all the tasks that really are the challenge. So if I move forward from capturing, where I've already identified that that's not really the hard part of where I'm struggling, and I focus on the organization part, now I have to start to question because tasks in and of themselves are either singular action items or they're related to other tasks. There are, if you're from the project management space, especially old school waterfall, you'll have concepts such as finish to start and start to start task relationships, knowing that once you complete a task, you can begin the next one or the next one cannot be started until the previous one is finished. Those types of relationships and that definition becomes part of that organizational process. But also there's categorization and segmentation being able to create master task lists for all the things I need to do on my cars and all the things I need to do around the house and all the things I need to do or pick up when I go shopping. These various collected lists, while it sounds organized, when you look at them holistically, you could be dealing with hundreds of tasks, many of them that don't get addressed right away that aren't part of that daily process of execution, tasks that may sit there for a while, or tasks that are started but not completed for a while just based on the very nature of the task that needs to be done. It's difficult. It's difficult for me to wrap my head around that. Now, I can go through and do a lot of organization, and I can create a structure and put everything in their places, but that has to be a repeating exercise. I have to do that constantly to make sure that this system is going to provide what I need. So organizing the tasks, taking the time to do that, is a task in and of itself. Many of the productivity systems we've talked about, things like getting things done and bullet journal, have periods of time where you're doing your reviews, daily reviews, weekly reviews, to make sure you have a grip on what's occurring. And that's really useful. If you're not doing that as part of your process and part of your platform, you really should be. The challenge I see, for myself at least, is the time it takes to do that is almost a deterrent to doing it. 
because I look at, do I need to spend a half hour reorganizing my tasks, shuffling the chairs on the, on the deck of the Titanic, so to speak, when I could actually be using that half hour to do something. So I have to recognize the value of that organizational time. But this is where the biggest problem I encounter with task management rears its head. And it has nothing to do with the tasks themselves, but it has to do with the information that is related to the, the, those tasks. With my tasks organized in whatever groupings or categories I find useful, let's say, for example, something simple, chores around the house, that structure and organizing the to-do items isn't particularly hard. Where I get into a challenge is managing all the ancillary information that goes along with those tasks. So let's say, for example, I'm following up with my insurance company with something and I have an item on my task list that says, call the insurance company on Wednesday. That's a very straightforward task. But now I have somewhere in my notes system, my collection of information, why I'm calling them, reference information, ID numbers, policy numbers, call history notes, all of that stuff goes along with that task. But all of that stuff can't live in that task. There has to be a connection between the two. And this is where I struggle with just about every to-do or task management-based application that I've worked with so far, is they're extremely good at the task part. But providing that cross connection to that pool of information that's necessary for the successful completion of that task is not their strong suit. For most of them, they give you the ability to create a link. I can link over to something else on the web. And that's fairly useful, but it does add time and effort. And... If we go all the way back to the beginning, when I was talking about the capture piece of this process, it's not something I can do when I capture the task because I can't capture it and then say, link it at the same time. I have to do that linking for relevant content during the processing part of this overall equation, which makes it tough. It's difficult to be able to go through and make sure all the little bits and pieces are in the right places, especially if I'm bouncing between applications. In this case, Todoist for my task management and my primary note management tool, which is OneNote. And I've talked about OneNote extensively, and I'm going to talk about OneNote even more over the coming months because I'm going to be focusing on how to do a lot of the things I'm doing in multiple applications in one, for better or worse, you know, richer or poorer, in sickness and in health, I'm going to try and find ways to manage my information in as few applications as possible because of this very problem I'm describing. The cross-connectivity 
between the applications and the relevancy of the information is really a struggle. Now, I know you can build automated systems. I'm a huge fan of building automating, automated systems using tools such as IFTTT and Zapier or Power Automate. But those really don't solve this particular problem. It's a structure of information that needs to be manageable, but also related to action. So with task management, my challenge is to find the bridge. And sometimes the bridge between task management and notes management isn't a bridge at all. It's staying in one place and finding a way to do everything there. So what's the answer to this? What's my magical productivity solution that you've waited to hear me outline to solve this particular challenge? I don't have one. I wish there was a simple one. I wish there was a way to be able to handle all this efficiently. I'm sure people will happily identify for me tools, and I'm doing air quotes, which you, you unfortunately can't see, that will provide all of this capability in one spot. Actually, there's one that's pretty darn close to it. Notion is an excellent tool that would provide both these sets of functionality, but there's st it's still not quite where I need it to be. It doesn't quite provide the functionality I need. So what are my next steps? Well, the first step I have is recognizing that I don't need my task list to remind me of things to do. I know that sounds counterintuitive to what we expect of task management tools, but it's true. I can handle my own reminders someplace else. And I know that runs counter to what I just said earlier about using as few applications as possible, but let me clarify. Reminding me to do something is a very specialized thing. I don't have 47 tasks that I need to have reminders of all the time. A lot of them are just, it needs to be done, or maybe it needs to be done on a given day, but it doesn't have to be done at a given time. And that's where reminders kind of fall down. If you have a task that, it, that has a due date, you have to decide if you're going to have a reminder come up, when on that day you're going to get that reminder. Seems pretty straightforward, but here's the rub. If I decide that at nine o'clock in the morning, I'm going to get my reminders for the things I need to do that day. That means I don't get any other reminders during the course of that day for those things. I may not do them at nine o'clock. So unless I'm going back and looking at my task list to see what I'm supposed to be doing that day, those reminders really don't do me any good. When I start to address reminders as a triggerable event, something that has to be tied to a specific date and time, there's a couple places I can do that. One of those is I can do that within my calendar. I don't need to have a dedicated application because I do have a calendar that I use for a variety of things. And in future episodes, I'm going to talk about the challenges that I run into with calendars all the time. 
But if I just think about reminders, there's two types of reminders I have. One, there's one that's scheduled on a date and a time of a significant enough event that has some information related to it that it warrants a calendar entry. And that would be the reminder of something that has an extended duration to it. Something that's going to take 30 minutes, an hour, two hours. So I'm not only designating this is when it should be prompting me, but I'm also slating and blocking out a period of time to do whatever that thing is. The other type of reminder is just the poke. It's the tickle. It's the prod to go do something specific at a particular time, but the amount of time it takes is negligible. These types of reminders, such as take out the trash, they happen on a recurring basis. They have a specific target date and time that they need to be done by. But I'm not worried about putting on my calendar a five-minute interval of take out the trash. That's counterproductive. So utilizing a tool that specializes in that, in my case, using the Reminders app within the Samsung environment on my Android phone, is a perfect solution for that. It's those little quick hits. It's going to prompt me. And, and this is the important part, I know it's going to prompt me in all the places I will be paying attention. It will prompt me on my phone and it will prompt me on my watch. So I will be reminded in whatever context I'm in of that thing that I need to be reminded of. Calendar events, those often I need to look at for the future and I need to refer to them frequently to make sure that there aren't overlapping things. Trigger reminders? Typically, no. That's the idea of them. Fire and forget. Capture it and have it prompt me later on, trusting that particular tool. So looking at these pieces and recognizing that I don't have to have my task list providing all my reminders to me is going to change the dynamic of where I can keep my tasks managed and how I can provide that structure. And that's what I'm going to be exploring over the next few episodes is how well does that work? What are the upsides and what are the downsides? And ultimately, can I rebuild my task management system in a tool that's not actually designed to be a task manager? Thanks for listening today. If you found this interesting and useful and you'd like to hear more, make sure you subscribe to Being Productive on the podcast app of your choice so you never miss an episode. We'd also love it if you'd become a supporter of the show by using the link in the show notes. Also, please like and share this and other episodes so we can help as many people as possible in being productive. Thanks again, and we'll catch you next time.